leading into my next guest, who is a truly unique individual. I've spent like literally hours watching her um, awesome YouTube channel. Uh, like you got these YouTube channels that like you start to watch them and you're just like, ah, oh, man, I don't know, you know. But but her, this guest is like, after 18 minutes and it's over, I'm like, okay, next video, please. Um, so she's my next guest and, and she's the second guest that I have on this new format. Um, her name is Nicole Coleman and she brings like a different perspective to uh, relationship advice. I guess you could say it's not just like romantic, but all kinds of connections that you have. And uh, she puts her own mark on dating in particular. Um, she brings 20 years of experience of being a champion athlete, something that I can't touch because, you know, I don't do any of that stuff. I used to, a long time ago, I used to play sports, but uh, then I got into music and no more sports for me. But she also has a career in sports nutrition and, and she's an international trainer and has been invited to speak at seminars all over the place. And she does countless radio shows and podcasts like this one. And she uh, talks about her relationship concepts um, in particular. Uh, so please, if you have a chance, do like I did and go to her YouTube page and we'll, we'll uh, direct you to where that's at here in a little bit and watch every single one of her videos. Um, she's extremely passionate about her craft and wants to relate to her audience that when it comes to relationships, there is freedom out there from like past traumas. You don't have to bring that shit with you. Um and it's freeing us from like that fight or flight mode that is ingrained into us. Like it's it's a natural part of our brain, but you, you can kind of just like you know uh, set that aside and live for now. And uh, I think if I were to do that more often, I would have more successful relationships because I have right now zero successful relationships. Um, please welcome Nicole Coleman from www.nicolecoleman.com. And uh, she's on Instagram, Nicole Coleman, which is N-I-C-H-O-L-E-K-O-L-M-A-N underscore. And then YouTube, uh, A Message in a Bottle, Nicole Coleman. And um, you can read a lot about this stuff in her book, The Wisdom of the Penis. SOS Manual. That's that you have to include that too. SOS Manual. I need to start out with. Um, so I've been told the re one of the reasons that you uh, stuck out to me um, a lot is because I've been told that I carry traits of an empath, and I've known that for a long time. And recently, um, I, I, and I don't claim that I am an empath. I don't claim that I, you know, have any special powers or anything. But recently, I was told that I had some traits of Hayoka empaths. And so in my research, I found you. 
And um, so let me let you explain who you are, what you do, and what exactly a Heoka empath is for our viewers and listeners. First, let me tell you how fucking thorough you are with your homework. Oh, my God. It's kind of like you picked up all these gems in a top jewelry store. And the audience now is like, well, how did you make this stone? How did this bracelet come together? Because you said some very poignant things. And I'm going to get into that. But my mouth was watering. So I want to thank you for such a glorious introduction oh no no problem it's uh, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to have you on here i've like i said i've watched all your videos i've read a lot of the stuff on your website which is www.nicolecoleman.com and um it's just so fascinating i mean you don't just you don't just specialize in one thing You've got a lot, you speak a lot, and it, it really touches, you know, me, and I'm sure it's going to touch a lot of other people that I know, and, you know, there's a fan page for you, for Christ's sakes, you know, so. You're getting me so fucking hot, man. Um, first of all, I think it's uh, what just came out at me as you were talking so that your people know it's not a typical Nicole. It's spelled N-I-C-H for Heoka, O-L-E. And, and my mom put the H in a long time ago for biblical spiritual reasons or something. And it just dawned on me now that isn't that funny? Now I can say the H for Heoka. Um, where do I start? Let me just skim so people understand how I'm going to tie in the whole athletic mindset, body, organs, health, relationships, Heoka, and empathic. And you are totally with many gifts. There is no one that is, one that is creative, creative, and I already I know already you are a you creative are a genius, genius that is that not is into empath and aokiness because it's about creativity, and I'll get to that. Um, I have always been weird with many weird experiences, but even though people said you're so weird or like, where do you come from? They always said it in awe, not like you're strange and get away from me, more like, where do you come from? Like, I can't have enough of what you're saying. When I talk to young adults and, and I get one question, they bring their friends and they're like, as soon as she speaks, okay, you're never gonna have enough of her. I'm just, just letting you know, just saying. And it would always amaze me. And then it got to understanding what animals would be talking to me about and how I would know what was coming up. And, and that includes trees. And if we have time, I can get into that. Um, I didn't always know what it was that I had or was, although the world continued to reflect it over and over and over again. But because I managed to derail my bullies and even though I was an isolated kid befriend the top popular people or producer or boss or the bully I, I I don't I never dealt with middle middle ground people but I to get out of a bully situation I was insightful to see where I was blamed was not the 
truth and I wasn't I was able to see from behind her eyes or head, and I was able to say the truth because I get things visually and I get things in sentence form. So I didn't like the word you're so you're psychic. Oh my god, you're psychic because everyone would drag me to the nearest lottery thing and I'm like I'm not even my mother, please <laughs> let just do one for me. I'm like there's just something in me, mom. I just can't. I don't want to. But I, it doesn't matter if you don't get it. I'm like, no, 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 I'll get it. But I'm not doing it. And or tell me when I'm getting married, you know, I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. So. <clears throat> but does so, let me let me interject there. Does does um the psychic. Uh, yes. Does it does it work that way? I mean, are, 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 Heyoka, Heyoka empath, there are Heyoka empath who feed off energies and receive energies. And I, I'm going to so clarify because there's a lot of misinformation about it. And there are rare ones that are Heyoka empaths and highly psychic. I never felt good with the word psychic because I saw it as a hit and miss. And I, and I kept saying to people, I'm not, don't give me that P word. I don't like it. But the type of things that I were doing was very strange. Like I'd see a girl in the gym. It was a woman. She's dressed in tight, 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 white, snug suit, red lipstick. I'm like, oh, she looks really crisp and clean. I'm like, oh my God. And then I saw... It's not like I saw a movie. It's more like I just know. Just like you seeing someone that you just know you're going to love. When people ask me, how, how, how did you feel? It's a just, it's a knowing. And what that knowing was that I went up to her, I put my hands on, my, on her shoulders and I said, listen, first of all, you look absolutely beautiful. She didn't even mind that I was just another woman putting my hands on her shoulders, right? That was strange as it is. And I looked her in the eye and I said, you are absolutely stunning. But I want you to know that this impurity that you feel in your heart, which is why you have to wear everything white, and then this red lipstick, which tells me it's a sexual indiscretion you just did because you think that it's something you did that you're so dirty about. But what you don't know is about four days ago, you had this and this done to you with the person you're involved with. Now, who the fuck does that? But I, I knew what I knew. And she starts crying more and more. Finally, after about a minute and a half, two minutes of like hugging me and snot on my shoulder, like really, really crying. She thanks me. She pulls me aside. And she's like, who are you? Like, what's your name right after all that? And I told her and I, and I, I hugged her and it was different. I've done things like that to men too, but I, with, with men, especially a big fat burly man in a gym, some little girl with a heavy, like a lot of loose sweats. I'm like, yo, come here. And a guy is like 45 years, he goes, excuse me, especially in an area of town where there's a lot of, oh, criminal activity, activity, like, like mafia type people hidden. And that's what he was. I could tell, but I said, come here. And I said, and I would look to the right. Cause that's where I received my pictures. I said, right now you're going through this, 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 and it would always be a metaphor. And when he finished, he just took his, my face and squished it on his hard belly filled with gallbladder stones for sure. And almost cracked my nose because it was so tight. And he's like, you're my soulmate. I know you're my soulmate. All these experiences 
there's there's never been a guy that doesn't say I know you're my soulmate and I'm in love with you, including a guy that was a podcast person, my very first one, who told me he was in love with me the second day. Like first day, do you have a boyfriend? The last podcast show, are you married? Like all the time because I can actually jump into your body and sit behind your eyes, physically explaining that to you, but emotionally that's what it is that happens. So it was when I was able to funnel it down and I said to myself, it's not that I can predict future. I don't go future. I don't go past, but I can go into where you were, where you are and where you're heading. If you give me an issue, if you give me an issue, and this is part of the Hayoka empaths gift, they can see like a mirror. And as I say on one of my videos, kind of like the Wicked Witch of the West mirror. Like, can you imagine if you had a mirror that would tell you what's up with you, why this person did this and that? I'm not quite like the Wicked Witch of the West mirror because he really sounds like he's on Prozac. Like, like, do you even talk to a mirror talks like that? But I'd be like full color telling you, you're doing this right now, which is causing the guy to do this and this. Here's a domino effect. And it's so key because you hit on this and it was brilliant how you segued into it, Jason. We're going into the Aquarian age. And the reason why, although I've been very blessed to be called guru of the dating world and all that with my insight, more accurately so, it's guru right. of the 5D dating world, and that's the Aquarian okay, age. You got to explain what this is. Yes. D stands for spiritual dimension. Five mm -hmm. stands for the level of consciousness. Here's the key now. Okay. I hope your listeners are listening. This is big. Right. Everyone right now, for the most part, is locked into the 3D realm, and you know how? Because you have anger inside you. You have blame, yes. you have guilt, you have shame. Mm -hmm. In order to get into the 5D, those landmines that can go off and get triggered with other people, so the new person triggers you about something the old person did, and then you are talking to the old person, that is your lizard brain, and it's fight or flight, survival now, I got to get it out there, at your new person you're attacking. So you are right. trapped in the past and fearful of your future at the same time. So you Based are caught. On experiences that you've already had. Their energies locked in you, locking in the energy of pain and shame and guilt. And shame is the biggest taker of life. And so what I'm able to do, it's kind of, they've called me also, uh, what's the word? Uh, psychic psychologist. It's like a psychic surgeon because if words come to me, are directly tailored to your ears, Jason, your mental mm -hmm. syntax, your emotional blueprint, your DNA. Because truth resonates, truth is not man-made, it's natural. So it's going to resonate within your body. Now, if these words belong just to you, when your body hears it, hears it it's kind of like a magic combination lock. It unlocks the energies trapping the pain. Now, the other thing that I do is I make sure you see it from a hawk view. A hawk always, you know, when there's a storm, all the animals are scurrying along, but the hawk uses the wind of the storm to rise above the storm and has the wind carry it over. And like that, 
I take you to a point that's very high that is a truth. And you know why the Bible says the truth sets you free? Because if it is the highest truth of what really went down at the seed, the, the innocent beginning, and I say that to you, intellectually, you will be open. Now, when you go to shrink, they say intellectual shit and you understand it, but it doesn't take away the pain. But if you have someone who can unlock the pain and intellectually clear you, because where there's clarity, fear can't enter. There's no need for it. Right. When you're able to do that, and that's what, that's, that's what I do. Then <clears throat> I can access you to your 5D realm of beginning to learn how to receive energies and reading energies of people. Why is that so important? Because now if we do a dating thing, first of all, apps, I don't, I, I don't know how people do apps. Like you can't even read energies off the screen. Like it's just so, like anybody can say anything. And mo most of your readers don't know this. And it's all outlined in my book, The Wisdom of the Penis. Uh, hey, and you can me, get let it me, on. Let me, let me fill you in on something. Most of the most of the people on apps aren't even real. Exactly. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, thank you. That's right. so scary. And you know what? Yeah. Not only can anybody write anything, anybody use any picture, but see, I can look at a picture of a person's face, and mm -hmm. I see things. I have one of my my services is um, send me a picture of, of of a boss you're about to audition for, or a person, or anything, and I will give you characteristic traits, things about them that even they don't know to give you the right. edge on how you're going to propose or say, I'm sorry, and it'll actually be taken in. So I have a picture of someone on an app. I can distill that and I can filter through it, but most people can't do that. Now, they're already not used to receiving your um, energies from other people because when you meet someone, it's kind of like, how are you? Fine. Spit out shit, spit out shit back. You got the answer. It's coming out of your ass. Fine, fine. Are like two book holders that it's not open-ended. You cannot, like, do you ever notice when dogs meet each other? They, they're not like, how are you? Fine. They look. Okay. I'm not asking you to sniff my ass. I'll sniff your ass. Right. But, <laughs> but, but they look, they wait. That, they that's feel. some primal shit right there. Though. That's some primal shit. And, and we're I mean, not saying you know it's all what? bad. Humans, but humans do that. Humans <laughs> Humans totally do that. You, you walk know, up to somebody and you, 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 well, you, know. you need to smell the energy. That's the first gateway to learning mm -hmm. how to read them. And so right. in order for us to go into the Aquarian age smoothly, we, in order to have radical acceptance and not be offended, triggered, by someone's different opinion on politics or someone's butt or whatever, we would have to be free of our triggers. We would have to be free of embedded pain that's going gangrene right now inside. Hey, you know, um, I just wanted to share something with you. Um, a couple years ago, uh, it was about two years ago, I was in um, a composition class at uh, a college here locally. And we had to do a research paper, and this paper that I did was uh, 
It was, and don't laugh because it's kind of weird, but it was, it was amazing. Um, you had to c- find a question that you were somewhat passionate about, ask the question and try to answer it. And so, um, you know, me being, I, I had been single for a long time. Uh, I had tried being in relationships off and on for quite a while. I'm a, a single father, and my main concern over the last, my daughter's 17. She'll be 17 in about 25 days, actually. That's so um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, she would love the book even more than you. It's it's written <laughs> in their slang, like for real. Go on. Well, I, I saw that. I saw that you you, you write it. And, uh, and but there's a reason. Leo. You need to go back there where all your shit was formed right out of getting out of mommy and daddy mental conditioning. I mean, that's That's where it was frozen. Those things are still leading you in life, Jason. I'm telling you, I I know this and it's like every I, I, I I'm so aware of where my difficulties are and where they were born that, um, you know, it's I, I've got no questions. It's how do I get the answers? But let me finish this right. little thing here. So my question was, should I date again? And should I try online dating? And so I had to answer this question in an essay and uh, research. I had to research like what online dating was and, uh, you know, the statistics and all that. And what I found, what I uncovered is that there are studies that were done. uh, Like, I think the first online dating website was created like in the early 2000s. I can't remember if it was like eHarmony or Match or whatever. But anyway, throughout the years, um, these researchers, I can't remember what college it was, but they they actually found that they can tell there was three different characteristics of uh, communication that they could tell within five correspondences whether or not a couple would have a face-to-face meeting. Just from the first understandable, five. yeah, pattern. Yeah, there, there are definitely patterns. Absolutely, right. There's sequences, sequences, and patterns that people have a domino effect with. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. And, and it was like it was, um, it was really interesting. It was not just, uh, it was a lot less um, physical attraction, even though that was a key to swipe, right. You, you swipe left or right, but but what came next was um, communication, and it w- goes both ways, right? So can I tell you why? Go ahead. The floor is yours. Before you continue to finish, that's really important. What you said. The reason why the first thing is the visual, and the second thing is the communication, is because. A man falls in love first visually. Mm-hmm. A woman falls in love first auditory. You say the right words in the right way, in the right tone, and it's open sesame, no matter it's what. It's all tone. It's all it's, it, tone. It, I, yes, I'd say tone first, then what you say 
and how you say it. And that's why later on in a relationship, if a guy's actions are down here and his words are all lovey-dovey over here, it doesn't register, make sense to the girl, the woman. Why did he send that emojo to that hygienist we just went to? I don't understand. Why? Because if the actions are not, and that's why I tell all my ladies, you don't listen to a guy's words because there are wordsmiths guys over there that can, re and especially you, you are killer tone land. You are kingpin tone. So yeah, if sure. a guy is a smooth talker, player, mm -hmm. he's going to have a um, melodic flavoring to his words and to his poetic vision. And because of that, the girl's, are, are receptive to that. So that's why it doesn't matter that later on the wart of his personality is, is flaring. She cannot compute, understand, and have it transmit into her intellect why. She'll say right. why when it's obvious why. With you guys, you guys work in a whole different way. So all I'm saying is that the two interesting dynamics and you put it in such an interesting way it, that it just dawned on me right now as you're talking yes guys I like that girl visual oh and now let's see if we keep it communication with the female yes makes total yeah, it's, sense it's 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 fascinating like I I had no idea I mean you kind of like for me and um this is kind of going on a tangent it's okay. Like, That's your I feminine usually, energy creative business going on. Go on. Well, I usually know, and I'm, um, I don't claim to be psychic or, or or any of that, but, you know, I've had discussions with some friends lately, but uh, it, it's it's definitely there. There's definitely intuition, and I, I usually know within the moment I lay my eyes on somebody real, like in real life, IRL. Um, <laughs> I love that. RIL. Whether, I love whether that. or not, thank you. Whether or not there's going to be fire and whether, and, and I don't, but I don't know when it's going to be. Well, that's because you're picking up her energy that's and you being true. highly creative means your feminine energy is a lot higher and it mm -hmm. rules more than your masculine energy. And all that means is that you will tend to be extra emotional. You will yes. tend to suffer in silence more mm -hmm. and you may be a little bit scattered. Uh, you may be. I'm a Gemini. So what there is, well, if you're a Gemini, then you pay attention to every single fucking detail. Um, I do. Yes. And you're very quick in your mind and all that. But in terms of energies, there, there is, I would just thought of today, I said, I'm going to add to my website, a feminine energy checkoff list and a masculine energy, what, what they rule checkoff list. So people know, and then I'm going to say for the girls, when you're off balance and too much in your masculine and for the guys, when you're off balance and too much teetering on the feminine energy, there is mm -hmm. going to be consequences. So it works on both end of the spectrum. And this is why I feel so valued now 
with what it is that I'm I'm chiseling because the way the media has, I'll just say lack for a better word, fucked with mm-hmm. a woman's mind in the sense that if you want to show, you show the guy that you're in charge because you, it's about equality now. You show him you have confidence. You walk up to him, you ask him out, you have no fear. Who has the goods here, Jason? I do. Why would I have to do all the work, walk up to you, ask you your name, ask you if you want to come to a party? Oh my God, will he want me? Won't I? Am I good enough? Is my hair good enough? Go through all these like self-esteem issues as if I don't have enough you know, vagina smudge in your face, like sniff, do you like? And and mm-hmm. and and like I don't know in your sex ed class, but in mine, the egg never put on her running shoes and ran after 50 billion sperm. The sperm mm-hmm. ran after the egg for a very good reason. And so what's happened is yes, equality in the career, but when they've overspilled that to the romantic arena where and they're leveling off the playing field, like I don't know what man once all those hills and valleys leveled off because that's very a sweet spot to like dive into but now you're leveling off the playing field with the woman and so where women ruled the romantic arena we ruled we're now being demoted to equality you do me i do you like what the fuck is that that is not romance and spark that's two soldiers going parallel that's not equilibrium where i celebrate your strengths and you celebrate mine. That's why there's competition now when a girl makes more or a woman makes more or then he goes, because how can it be anything but competition if it's if it's leveling, you level off the playing field for competition. So mm-hmm. not only has it overlapped into an area that we were up here and now we're being demoted, it's very demoralizing for a divine feminine energy born inherited in this life it's her birthright to run after a man that you were once put in in a divine feminine energy spot which is basically you show me what you're bringing to my life because i'm aware of everything that just do you know that when a woman's very anchored in her strength of her femininity just standing next to you like if i was sitting next to you actually this will work a lot too but if i was sitting next to you i'd be enhancing your whole entire immune system just sitting next to me oh i do not doubt it but you see most women now because they are chasing and first of all the energy just when you chase anything it pushes it away the, en- the mere energy of chasing pushes something away. Attract a man. Hello. What do you think law of attraction is? It's pure feminine energy. Now the women are like, I don't know. I just can't have a hard time putting myself first. Why do you think? Because you're fucking locked in your head because masculine energy ruins logic. It rules logic, responsibility, being sacrificial, overgiving you wonder why your guy doesn't want to give you back you've given him this he's like a giant snake so you've given him a rodent and he's like swallowing he hasn't even finished gulping you give him more okay and then you give him more and now he's choking i need some space of course he does he a man needs to be hungry at all times to want to be fed to be inspired to do what it is that you need to be put in the right environment for you to cook nicely. 
And that means you being happy because yes, a man understands that a woman can have problems and this and that, but this don't think this is not affecting you guys because when a woman is predominantly in her masculine energy and she's locked in her head, first of all, I can't turn off my head. She's just engaged from her feelings. They're on mute. So now forget reading energy. She can't even read her feelings. There's no permission because feelings are seen as a weakness because they're overruled by the strength of her mind and seen as weak, which makes the guys passive as fuck. Because now when a woman leaves her job or the playing field, because as an entrepreneur or a sports person, we all have to have balls. It's a competitive world. But when we don't leave our balls at the gym or at the court, and we take it home to our man, last we checked, was a masculine energy, two similar energies will collide because only opposites attract. So if you're, if, 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 the, if the woman is very assertive, she's her own boss, she organizes, she's gonna organize your life, she's gonna tell you what to do, she's gonna put you in, comp- in, in compartments and on a, a schedule, and you're gonna feel like you're lacking something because although it's very flattering to have women run after you as a guy, it doesn't stop there. This is why they become territorial. This is why they. Do you think there's uh, are there exceptions to that rule when you say, you know, like opposites attract? Do you think there might be exceptions like, you know, uh, it's hard to explain, but I'm sure that there is sometimes two alphas get together. No, I'm sure the the dynamics. No, no. What will happen is what will happen is two business people. Yes, they can get together, but when they're together, and it's not only alpha, only beta, whatever the term is, it's not that you don't switch, but in the beginning, if it is not, whatever is established, if the girl's establishing herself as a chaser, Mm -hmm. and the guy is like, I wait, you know how many guys come to me, it's like, I don't know how to approach a girl, I'm like, dude, you got a penis, it points for a reason, go get the freaking girl, <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. like, your balls aren't going to be snipped, and it's going to roll out the door if she says no, it's just a word, but guys are becoming extra timid, extra passive, which clears the ways for the narcs, for the players, for the manipulators, and and the ghost riders, that's let a problem. You, let me ask you some clarification, because I've heard you use that term, narcs, uh, Narcissist. Yes. Oh, got you. Got you. That makes total sense now. So it's not that, you know, when you have one guy who's super creative, it doesn't mean that he won't be with another woman who's super creative, but one of them is going to be more into the admin and the money, uh, organizing all that. And the other one is just going to want to be creative. It's that's that's how you're going to fit into the pegs, into the holes. That's why you have a peg and she has a hole. If she, and, you know, and even in those same peg, peg, same sex, one is the leader and one is more into pampering and, you know, more frilly and, or just likes to be more happy because when these women come to me and they say, you know, I, I have problems with my guy and I, I, and be, I don't like to attack them when, and, and tell them what I see from the get go. They need to realize it on their own. So the, I, I asked them a couple of poignant questions like, well, Julie, in this argument that you are with, that you think you're right and he thinks his, he is right, I'm going to ask you one question. 
Do you want to okay. be right or do you want to be happy? Which is most important to you? If being right is more important than being happy, you're a masculine energy dominant person. You see, if I meet a guy that's a leader, I know he needs to be right. Because for me to win him, not win him over, but argue him down, I no longer can look up to him. And so he's going to fight me. And I tell my women, even if you win, you lose. Because a guy is arguing for the sake of just to remain respectable. Don't argue with the guy. Tell him what you don't like. Tell him what you're uncomfortable. Tell him what you feel like. Don't say, even when you say in the nicest way, I want you to do this, honey. It's going to sound like an order. But honey, I feel like this. Or I'm uncomfortable with this. That's talking from a girl's feelings. That's not going to threaten you. Wow. So, okay, in in the relationship, okay, we we're, we're establishing kind of the roles, I guess you could say. Um, now, when the careful with the careful with the word role. Just I know it's that's why I said maybe you know, we'll get another kind of, a better word. We'll, say your question. Go ahead. Well, uh, my question is um, <laughs> the dynamics. Okay. Good word. Okay. Yeah. So when we're establishing the dynamics and in the beginning, you, know, the, yes. you all have, have passed the sniff test, and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so cute. And yes. right, and so you're you've moved on, and so you're you're uh, courting, and um, you're sniffing other parts now. Go on. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you're definitely there's a lot of sniffing going on. And, right. Um, yeah. And so now uh, we're a thing. And um, so when but if, learning... when you say when you say we're a thing, are we yes. are we a thing because you assume we're a thing because we casually exchange body fluids or are we a thing because you wanted to establish a parameter and you are saying to your woman, I want us to be a thing and I want it clear and I'm going to make it clear to others that we are right. a thing. So it's exclusive. That thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go on. Yes. Yeah. Um, so when, when, that, when, when, when the dynamics are established and you're starting to uh, become like uh, you're in a relationship now, um, what – in your expert opinion, this is going to be such a good question. Yeah, it's still it's still developing. It's still style. percolating. Yes, that's how good it is. What uh, do you, in your expert opinion, s see when somebody um, The, 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 the role of communication, we all know that communication is probably Key. the number one thing for a successful relationship. And we should also add that it's not done just through words. Right. Okay. That's key. People um, can say many things. It doesn't, that's not really communicating. People can communicate with a look. A guy can communicate with his action. He doesn't say, I love you every 30 seconds. He does things. Mm -hmm. He goes things. He fixes things. 
there's different ways that a male energy and a female energy communicates. And mm-hmm. this is, we're still building the question. Go on. Yes, the, the question is coming soon. <laughs> I, you know, one of my t-shirts, it says the wisdom of the penis. On the back, it says coming soon. I haven't released it yet, but you're so getting one. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wear it. Okay, I know you will. Yeah. Um, so, okay, say you're in the in the in the initial uh, stages. And, Is that the first uh, three months or after? Yes. No, three months. The first three months. Okay. Okay. The fairy tale phase when there's still so, uh, like stardust in your eyes. That part. Right. Okay. Ninety right. days. Yes. Okay. Um, so. Here's my question. At this point, she farts and doesn't shave her legs, and it looks like dreadlocks, and you cut your toenails on the table. I don't know if that would fly, but the first yeah. one, no, who cares? Nobody yeah, cares exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, why do people totally ignore red flags? Oh, I'll tell you why. And it's, it's not something that I think. It's, it's an insight that I know. All right? I just wanted to clarify that. Well, uh, First of so, all, you're – sorry? No, just um, – I mean, there's – say if you have uh, red flag after red flag red after red flag and then um, – Okay. You ignore it. And this can go it doesn't go both ways. I mean between Right, right. The, okay. This is a the, this is a multi-layer question. So let me mm-hmm. see if I can go Okay. Okay. I want to hear it. The reason you cemented I was gonna say cemented your dick somewhere deep. No, but the reason you cemented the relationship with this person, it's either clean, meaning you don't have any past traumas that's still hurtful in you and she doesn't mm-hmm. or you do and you are fitting snugly into each other's wounds which within that time period as you relax even though the red flags may come up it's overlooked because you're really trying to win over or prove something with the last person you were with. So it's almost not that it's a vendetta per se, but it's almost like I'm getting it right this time, although that's not what you're saying. And it, or I'm going to prove it to me that I can have a relationship, which I think is more your 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 whole makeup. Um, I, I miss so many things. And so they 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 see it if you're overlooking a red flag it has to do a lot of conditioning when you were younger tolerating anything is sick it's like an addiction in the sense that people think that oh this person is really messed up and i'm trying to help them through well no you're a lot more messed up because a normal healthy person sees this as fuck I'm not going to do it. It's making me unhealthy. First of all, whenever you're with someone who has an addiction, in order to cope, you form your own addiction. You you are going to form some kind of an addiction. I don't care if it's looking at a horoscope each day because 
the person's going to do cocaine and you just got to make sure the way's clear, something. Or you fit into this person because they are a karmic tie. Karmic tie is not the same as you having pain from someone else. Karmic tie is you having had already pain with this person in, a, in another lifetime. And the misery is very familiar. And what got you prepped for this relationship is that same that's the same scenario has already is already experienced at home. So gets you groomed to feeling that that is a natural feeling. So it's very easy to overlap. So this person, a karmic tie, you recognize them because they, they don't just stab you in the heart. They dig it and they smash it. And it's like juice. And, and, and then even though you're like, you, then they come a step on your face to finish it off. It's very vicious in the sense of energy contamination and, and mm -hmm. narcissists. Yeah, so you're are not like saying that these, these people are like actually assaulting you. No, 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 but some, sometimes, no, but sometimes, sometimes mm -hmm. a lot of these abusive things are, you know, the person can't help himself. And then, and a lot of times, you ever notice when you have a hangnail that you catch it on a thread yes, or, or a bad toe? Mm -hmm. When a person has been wounded in their family, really bad, physically abused, mm -hmm. they are screaming from the inside, hit me. Now, either the person says, either the person responds to it and just hits them because he was hit and he turns into the abuser or the victim, the prey kind of like when he shouts, she just curl, like, she doesn't say fuck off and get out of here. She kind of curled and just like, it's kind of like she's back to when she was eight and the belt came off and she was, so she will take on the physical attributes of an action that she's frozen in back in time because he raised his voice. And then that will make, propel him to hit. So that's another reason. Um, the other reasons are red flags can be ignored. I'll give you a reason why I ignored red flags so that people mm -hmm. can see it can go with anyone. I think that's really important. And it's a little emotional for me, but it's very important that you know. The reason I'm so on a rant on the media and society fucking like mental fuckery with a girl's mind and trying to make us think that we're not strong instead of enhancing our feminine divine energy of attracting what we want to us to indicate to us in our mind and our well-being that life is meant to be easy we are now stuck in our mind and the mind tells us we have to work in order to make things happen. And we don't accept mm -hmm. a guy's help or a compliment. Oh, take a bath? What, waste all that money and waste all that time? I can take a shower in two, mo in two minutes flat. That's what a lot of my top executive women are thinking. An athletic woman being a champion in, in a couple of sports as I was and always ambitious entrepreneur mindset, I live predominantly in my mind, which means that 
when I met a person who was very creative and, mm-hmm. and did what I couldn't do, the techo part, and loved the value of what I was bringing, even though he was no match on everything I know I can bring as a human being, as a woman, and especially for me in dignity of what I'm, me being everything he wants and him missing so many things on what I want. He had the one thing that filled a hole of what is most important to a career-minded woman or a sports person, which is satisfying her mind, which is about accomplishment. Now, these women don't just get like this because they go into a sport or they become business people. All of these women and most of these women have either been neglected by their dad or the dad did not have enough time with them or the dad treated them like a tomboy. And they had to work very hard to even get a little hug or get some time with them. They learn from the get-go that working hard ensures they'll get the little. And so for me personally, though he gave very little and was no match on many other ways, in my mind, I didn't know this was going on at the time. Mm-hmm. But when people said, you know, you don't stop. It's like you wrote the book. It took 13 years, four years to edit. It's like they kicked you out of face, uh, out of uh, Starbucks because it was like sunny days and holidays. It's like, get outside, enjoy the. You're here every single day finishing the book. And I'm like, because people need this. Because in little girl's mind of Nicole, she was thinking, If this book is able to help the world, Mm -hmm. maybe my dad will love me and will see that I'm important. Maybe then he'll hold me. Now, he's been dead a long time, so that's going to be tough to do. But that's my drive. And so a lot of these women have, they're working through that kind of tunnel. Now, with the guy, you're going to ignore red flags when you get nurturing from a woman where your mom's, let's just say, emotionally, she was dry as fuck breastfeeding you because it just did not happen. She had no nurse. She was either too self-absorbed, which is narcissistic, or made you feel dumb or made you feel stupid that you needed it, like something's wrong. So you got the hint, you back the fuck off. So if a woman is very nurturing, but is addictive with something else or has some other problem, you will overlook that because it feeds your greatest hole. Yeah, I got you. So it, it can it can kind of run... You amok. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah, totally. I mean... Uh, yeah. It's so strange. It's so strange how, like you just said, uh, with with your own father, had there been like real, uh, not just like love, um, but energy, because towards that, to because right. see, somebody- for my my father, all he cared about was about the news because of his country. This is why I had an aversion to my country and, and to, and to the news. And what's really, really funny is I end up, I end up, you know, do, in other words, I was competing with the world, with world events. And so what I end up doing, what becomes most important for me is to help the world. What country? 
I'm Israeli, French, and Russian. I was born in Israel near the desert. Ah, I'm called a... I can't talk to you anymore. Sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I might be a little hot to handle for most average people. Israeli, Russian, and what was the second one? French. French. Oh. Um, yeah, so I, I got you. I got you. So the Israel thing is very, oh man, that's like, that's a tough one. Yeah, because the Israel country is always in a state of war. I don't blame him, mm-hmm. but yeah. your daughter should not be second to it. But a lot of, you know, right. back then, um, now I don't, I think the dads are into their daughters. Like when I see a dad with a daughter that's 13 at Starbucks taking their lunch together, I have to cry and I yeah. have to go to him. And I'm sure you're going to love your daughter even more today. But what I'm saying is most of these women feel with the more certification and the more accomplishments they get, the better they are. In other words, they are not enough, which is why they suffer from a not enough-itis mm-hmm. to just being who they are. Because if you don't get the father's love to cherish you, keyword cherish. See, all these women are really, I have a lot of clients that are doctors and lawyers and executives, females. And they say, well, I know he respects me because he sees that I've done this. I said, but do you feel cherished? Do you feel cherished inside? Because you see, if you feel cherished, you will feel respected, but you don't necessarily feel cherished if you're respected, because that's why when you come home and you're like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do for this presentation. He's like, well, you get over it. Just don't make a big deal. That is not being cherished. That's a guy who's passive as fuck, does not have any emotional calluses because she never let herself be vulnerable to him. He got used to that. So he is not her thick lighthouse in the stormy seas of her menstrual cycle or her emotional life he's a flimsy lighthouse flimsy dicks Mm -hmm. do not work with me and most women you know and they will put up with them and and he'll just so what these women they get tired they feel depleted 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 see you can't energize a woman but she can energize you if her water fountain of water is why can't why can't why can't i energize a woman I'm I'm very because because a woman is not inspired by a man. A man is inspired uh, by a woman. I think they can be. A woman can be inspired by the deeds that you do, but the love which is what she runs, this is why a woman will always do a cause for a love. She will do an organization. That's her driving force, love. But inspiring a man to do anything, yes, you can be her cheerleader. Yes, you can be a solid support and you can intellectually and emotionally support her. But a woman, when she is strongly anchored in herself as a woman, is a great inspirational force to the world at large and to her man. For no man knows the strength of what he's capable of until he looks into the eyes of the woman he loved. Now, the reason why you're having a bit of resistance with that is because you are very high, highly in tuned and you have a lot of creativity. So you're, you're very teetering on the feminine energy. So you're not going to understand why you can't give the emotional support. Yes, but biologically, it's just not 
the same, but you see, you will attract a woman that will need your nurturing to inspire because your feminine energy will be a lot stronger than hers. And her masculine energy is where you're not comfortable working in, let's say, uh, uh, that this template and this template, because you need your freedom and your creativity, that's where she will feel much better in a structured world. So what you're saying is... Um... And you also have to understand that people's, once they hit a certain age, nature, mm. she kind of tricks us because the women's testosterone gets higher. They become more aggressive, more interested in work and drive. And they want, they don't want small talk where the guys start to be because estrogen is going up. They start to be interested in gardening and poetry and songs Mm -hmm. and really patiently, really getting to know each other. It just, and, 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 and not just fucking hard, you know, but she wants to just fuck hard to release her stress at that point because she's menopausal. It's like, it's really funny. It just, the whole thing, switches so it really depends where you are in your life mm-hmm. no I, I i follow i really do um it makes total sense it does i mean uh initially uh you have the attraction which you know is can be a multiple different uh, energies you have sight and smell and and all that and you know everything is coming together and then you have uh, the war within, which can be uh, waged. It's a landmine. Psych- yeah. Psychologically, triggered. like yeah. a tug of war. And yes. then you bring in the past. Well, it's not that you bring it in, it's that you get sucked back there, which robs you of the present. And you are in your mind really talking to the energies of the other person with the stand-in right now. That's why a lot of guys who have mommy issues, uh, when they're yelling or when they're upset with with the woman that is strong and like really to the T mm-hmm. and just wants the yeah. best, she's just asking a, a simple question. But he mm-hmm. feels, he, he might say something like, what do you think, I'm a piece of shit? I don't know anything. You know, I have nothing and you have all this. Like she, she never attacked him of that, but in her strength, there will be a, come a moment where he will be triggered by her efficiency or what he's lacking mm-hmm. and and he will feel not good enough because somewhere he was put down by his mother. She didn't build him up the way a mother's supposed to do to a guy. She kept him dependent on her or she used him as a surrogate husband. Right. Yeah, I got Yeah, you. women can really destroy they can, they can, if I can do a special on just mothers, they can really destroy the seed of a man. They, mm. they, they, parents, you know, the emptiness, motherfuckers, right? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know, yeah, but it, it's up to each human. I just think it's a lot tougher for a man who has a really empty, who never got nurturing from a feminine energy mother. Mm -hmm. He's going to need it from his partner as a mother 80% of the time and lover 20%. So she's eventually going to feel drained because he's going to be too clingy emotionally. It's not that he has to be by her hip, but she's going to feel that he can't do his own thing, everything's together and whatever. And plus he gets jealous when she starts 
expanding because she could leave. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you right. see, and you can always tell where you are also, Jason, because, and I'll give this also to your people. And this is especially My for the people. Yeah. For your guys to know, um, when your girl, your woman is upset, first of all, don't tell her to calm down. Don't use the C word. Oh, don't ever, you don't even think that. Oh, and don't put your hands on her shoulders and use the R word, like relax. Don't, because she's like a volcano with boobs at that point. She'll like, if she's mad, do not fucking touch her. Do not fucking touch her on her wrist, shoulder, or behind her low back or her knee, all our sexual hotspots, because we don't want to give at this point. Okay. Yeah. And at that point, most men are like, relax, you know, calm down. Tell me what's wrong. She doesn't know what's wrong because there's too many things going at her because a woman is predominantly estrogen based. And that's a feeling hormone that processes and absorbs feelings daily. So in the morning when you left her, she was like a daisy. Then on the way to work, she sees some guy pushing to get out of the way. Some old lady who falls down, breaks half her face. And she's like, Oh God, what an asshole. And then she goes to work and she sees her boss cupping a feel of the 17 year old's ass. And she's like, Oh, I don't know what to do. Do I say something? Do I not? So that energy gets onto her. And then her best friend calls her and says that her husband's had an affair with a nanny, a nanny who's like older than her or some ridiculous. Damn. And then you're, you, you so sweet that you are, are thinking about your love and you're, you're like, Hey babe. And she's like, what? And you're like, is this a bad time? And she's <laughs> like, what, hibachi. what, what? And yeah. so she's going to snap at you. Because she's collected like stamps all this energetic business. And so when a woman is upset, don't ask her what's wrong because she's collecting other people's feelings. She doesn't know. Just tell her, talk to me, tell me. And don't be standing there thinking you got to do something at 10. And I hope this will like go fast because it means you'll be vacant. You'll have to do this in two weeks where she brings it up again. And you're like, but we talked about this already. I don't understand why you're still mad because she didn't, the energy didn't transfer. She needs to talk and talk. And for those guys who haven't done this in a while, that could, you know, first talk could take an hour and a half. So don't do it like just before a game because she's going to go on all kinds of tangents. She's going to start with something that happened 14 years ago with her dad. And then it happens with her brother. Then eventually she'll get to you. But it's all related at this point. And then when she's finishing and she's like, <gasps> you know, just say, and what more do you want to tell me? Until she has right. nothing to say, because then she's yeah. going to be like in a, a dry, a rinse cycle. And she's going to, you know, like when clothes are wet and dirty, they're mm -hmm. soiled and heavy. When we have all these emotions and words, words for us carry weight. So when we have a scene or someone says something, it's heavy. It's like you guys wearing like a 25 pound dumbbell around your neck and carrying it all day. Unless we say, and that's why when girls talk, we don't talk with commas. It's like, it's like a runaway train with lips. We have to get it all out. Then we feel lighter. Mm -hmm. So an anti-tool depressing kit, like if, if a girl, an anti-depressing tool kit would be to get her out of her head which means you have to ignite all her senses. That means give her something visually pleasing to say, to see. Mm -hmm. Have something that she hears mu musically or nature sounds. We know taste does it. And with men, usually that will predominantly, if they're of more of a feminine energy, they will satisfy their senses through taste with what feels soft, 
hard things are not good for us at this point. Later on, try back later. But right now, we want soft and cuddly things. We want like many color sprinkles on ice cream. We like we need to see beautiful colors and things. We need to hear beautiful things. We need to touch whether it's an animal or something soft. We need to smell lavender and bubble bath and things like that. We need that mystical experience to disconnect from our head and get into the sensualness of the body. Our estrogen energy will rise and make us feel a well-being and we won't be upset anymore. Mm-hmm. That's pretty heavy. It's heavy, but it's fun. You know, just, just, and the other thing is remove, remove the female out of the room where she's upset because the energy is in there. You ever notice I'm going to go play basketball. I'm going to go walk down the street. You know why the walk helps? Because you're Mm -hmm. out of the room where the energy of hate is. Yeah. Point taken. Write that one down. No, I understand. Yeah, that's in the so book well. too. It, it, it's more detailed there and explains it more thoroughly. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm sure your audience is is very quickly picking up a lot. And if they if, if they're missing anything, just go to Amazon.ca and get the book, or go to my site, or ask me directly a question. I'll do. Yeah, I invite all your your audience to go to my videos. And if there's if you have a personal issue, I will do a whole vid on that. Right. No, I've noticed that. I've noticed that you answer people and, um, you know, uh, this is yeah, it's the best Nicole part. Coleman, uh, a message in a bottle YouTube videos. Um, and I've noticed that like, uh, now I, I, I can't think as the, are the YouTube videos completely diff- different than the Instagram videos. You do those separately, right? No, they they are more or less the same ones. Um, okay. Yeah, they are they are the same, but not all the videos on the YouTube channel because they're more dense and informational, and they're more than seven minutes. For those that I get really deeply involved, mm-hmm. so that people go, yeah, that's my issue. That's my issue. If I put that on Instagram, they'll go, that's my issue. But but what? She left out the part, what the fuck to do? Well, that's on the yeah. YouTube channel because it's longer. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yep. It's yep. a safer um, bet. Yeah. So going back to the very, very beginning of um, our conversation. Time. Yes. You said that um, there were five Ds. And we never, I don't remember. Maybe I did. Um what was uh, four and five? Because uh, we all know what three dimensions is, but for the fourth and the five of of dating, right? Okay, so when when you're looking at the the fourth dimension, is not a place you kind of want to. It's kind of like an in between place. Um, it's why it's best to go right to the five D. The three D were definitely anchored in pain. Mm-hmm. And we're hanging on to the idea of struggle and frustration. And we get triggered because we're our lizard brain, which operates. That's why a lizard is so prehistoric because it can only survive. The fourth, I would have to do a lot more research in order to answer that thoroughly. I just do know, you know how when someone transcend, um, oh, and for those that are interested in dead people and talking to them. I have a vid on that because I do talk 
to them. And I teach okay. you how exactly yours communicate to you. So you recognize it because in the people that I have met that thought they were gone and gone, they were in such a deep state of depression. And when things were pointed out and they went on their own way and they came back, it's like, oh my God, it exactly happened like that. Yeah. And then this, and I'm like, yep, connected. They. So you, you also, yeah. you also uh, talk to dead believe. people. Well, I don't believe I know I am. I am telling you, Jason, I am telling you if your portal is open yeah. for them to connect, it, it will happen. And there's many different stages. It's not like they sit on your bed, although I did have one person that had that experience. Um, but they use things and it's a, a bit of a lengthy conversation. But yes, it's, well, it's very much natural. It's very much last, natural. My, my last guest, um, and I've heard this, I, I've, it's actually I've taken, this is even in like a basic intro to psychology course. But, you know, there's theories out there that um, you are consciousness. You're a, a level of consciousness, and that never changes. Like you, from life to life to life, you'll come back, but that consciousness is the same as your previous life and the same as your next life. And you are building towards basically kind of like divinity or perfection. And so... When you're talking, so I'm like, you know, if that's the case, then how can you talk to the dead if it's not they're that, not there? Let me let me answer that question. Let me answer that. Well, question. he, I mean, okay, he did. He, he 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 did say he was like, well, you're not talking to them as a dead, but you're talking to their consciousness that is always there. That's also hard to swallow, but I I give a very fast, quick analogy. And I'll do this with you let right now. It. Have you ever? And I'm sure this has happened. Have you ever just thought of someone and then they text you? Like, yes. they were on your mind, right? And then they text you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can call it. Let's just take off the labels for a second. Let's sure. just say your friend no popped labels. in your mind and mm -hmm. then there was on text, right? Mm -hmm. I used to do that all the time with my mother growing up and everything. Mm -hmm. When people pass over, just like the person that texts you they thought about you, you received it, mm -hmm. and they have a phone, so they text you. When a dead person is thinking of you, they will pop in your mind, but they don't have a cell phone, so they'll show it in another way. Here's a few examples. I was sitting here recently on my birthday, and I was thinking of my mom, and I said, oh my God, there's so much love in my heart for her. I'm just, I." she was like, that I knew she was there. I've gotten used to think because I'm thinking about my birthday, what I have to achieve, what more in this, but I'm saturated with love for my, my mother in my thoughts. I get a text. The text is a collection company from a department store mm -hmm. from 12 years ago, asking for my mother Front and fucking first and fucking last name. And I am looking and I couldn't even cry. I couldn't. I'm like, I can never share this fucking moment because mom, fuck, this was awesome. And I never deleted it. And I'm like, 
Henri Coleman, you still owe us this amount of money. Now, another time, and it doesn't just happen once, another time, I can see you felt that, and that felt good. Thank you for letting me share my sandwich of joy. Because you hate when you share a sandwich, and person's like, ew, and I'm like, fuck off, you wasted my sandwich. But another time, I was driving on the freeway, and again, I was thinking about when she died and how it happened so sudden. And I said, oh, mom, do you know how much I loved you? Like, you did a lot of things off. I call it off. I said, but I loved you so, I love you so much, but do you know how much? And then I got interrupted because a car, I was on the left and a car went right in front of me with a license plate. Mom, love you. So when you get more than now, so what I'm saying to you is that when you start, you see, as long as you are filled with these other pains, you're distracted. Mm-hmm. Your energies are erratic. You're not still to receive shit. Like your next great idea, your, your good choice versus bad, this person, whatever. And the media keeps us fucked up with all this media fear shit so that we are not still enough to have our safety because you will never feel safe in the world if internally you don't feel safe and you only feel safe if you rest enough and are calm enough. So when you, when you um, are in, get rid of the inside caca shit and that's what I hope to do with more and more people and there's more room for energies to be received, you will see you will notice that you're saturated. First in your mind, you go, oh, I'm thinking about my uncle so-and-so that died, he was murdered. Or I'm thinking about, you know, that first girlfriend I had and she got in a car accident. You never ask yourself, gee, why am I thinking about them now? Well, that's why the fuck you're thinking about them now. That is the insight and download I received. It's just like the fucking text you get from someone when they're thinking of you and it comes in your mind. Mm-hmm. So when you, and as much as you are rattled up about your life, you will still think about our dead people. They will pop up in your mind. At that point, they're saying hi. Now, sometimes electricity goes off and on, weird shit happens. I'm not saying the sofa moves to the other side of the room, but I'm saying thing, you, you will just, and the other way they get in contact with you is when you find unexpectedly, when you're not looking, things that drop out of a drawer that was something very poignant, an old letter, a song. Okay, this is really freaky. I'll tell you really quick. These are for all the ones my heart, if it had hands, it would hug all the ones that lost their true love because I did. Okay. My my true love, after I buried my mother, I because he was in another country, I doing all the funeral and shit. And then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden in my mind, I'm seeing pictures like you're looking through an album of every single moment. And I'm asking myself, why am I not accepting him as my husband? I kept saying, no, 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 no. He was a self-made millionaire. I didn't make my millions yet. I was stupid. I didn't say yes because of that. But here's the thing that's interesting. All of a sudden, for no reason, I'm seeing in my mind like snapshots of every single experience I had with them. 
and I go to the gym to try to take off my stress from the funeral. And I come back and I said, you know what? I'm going to marry him. I don't care. I know I just had this death and I'm whatever. I'm just leaving. Every I'm going back to him. And, and I came back home and I called and nobody answered because it's different LA Canada time. And next morning I called and I'm, hi, let me speak to Michael. And they're like, who is this? I said, it's Nicole. Let me speak to Michael. And they're like, Michael, pa. As soon as they said the word pa, mm-hmm. I... I, I went mental because they said past. I said, when did he pass? You know, when he passed, Jason, when I saw the vision of the pictures at that exact time, minus the three hours or five hours from three hours from California, when he passed, when you die, they say you see your life in pages. Mm-hmm. I was seeing, I was seeing our life as he passed. Wow. But no, I go to the gym after I scream for three hours and cry. I have to run out my anger and I get into the gym and the music's on and I'm on the treadmill and I'm running and all of a sudden the lights go down. Okay, no biggie. These things happen. Mm-hmm. Everybody stops. All the treadmills go out except mine. Mine was, it was still running. Now that alone is strange, but I just figure God loves me. He knows I can't stop. I'm crying and I'm running and I'm crying. For about a minute and a half, and everybody's like, doesn't know what's happening. Everything's dark except for me and my treadmill. And then all of a sudden, lights go up. Everybody goes back on the machine. All the treadmills are working. And the radio goes back on. My my guy, Michael, he always used to nickname me. He always used to say to me, you're my dream girl. That's that's your name. On our certificate, it's just going to be called, you're my dream girl my dream girl, something like that. Right. He always say, you're my dream girl. So the lights go back on. Everybody's on their treadmill. Everybody's back to happy. I'm still running. I'm still crying. The radio's on only it's a different song. Now they're playing. You're my dream girl. That old song, that old song. You're going to have to go to the gym after this conversation here. I, I, I'm, I'm good, but what I'm trying to say is that it's really hard to convey a story with the impact of, call it synchronicity, I call it magic, um, in real life form. But when something like that, lights go off, fucking radio goes back on, and it's a different song, and it's like, you're my dream girls. I'm fucking sorry, but dead people are there. I'm just so fucking sorry. If you... You, yeah, and so on that one video, uh, I talked to dead people. I explained a little bit more about like the steps involved, but basically, it is not any different than a friend that you don't see pop into your mind and then you get a call or a letter, mm-hmm. email. God, I wish, right? I wish people would write letters. Nobody writes letters these days. This is like so beautiful. I'm like, then my next guy, my guy will have to write me letters. I That is just a non-negotiable, I decided. There's just too much feeling. Do you ever notice your little girl when she was small and made pictures, mm-hmm. how it doesn't yeah. matter if it was stupid or hideous, that it, mm-hmm. you, it just gave you so much love? Because the energy's off the fucking page. It's not the yeah. same like she wrote you an email at eight. You know right. what I mean? I, re- I remember uh, somewhat recently, I wrote a letter. To pen, uh huh. Who to who? Uh, it's just somebody. Okay. And I wrote a letter, 
and uh, it was to a, a, a recent ex-partner at the time. And I wrote a letter, and my hand Trembling. hurt so bad. <gasps> no, just wow. because you don't. Wow, because you're well, not used to it. Yeah, you don't write. And also, as you're writing, you've got all that energy of the emotions going on and all that. True. So, like, so did it cramp I, on you? Did it cramp? Oh, yeah, a couple times. Yeah. That's also magne a magnesium deficiency. And as we get older, we need I'm, more. I'm so, so jacked up. Just, I mean, and if, if not, you're yeah. not sleeping a lot, just so you know, your body no. will block calcium magnesium. It blocks I calcium know. for sure. So if you're doing a concentrated thing, it will be like a bit weird. So yeah. all that is is magnesium minerals. But go on. But I mean, plus I'm plus, diabetic and I'm taking all kinds of crazy medicines and all that. Oh so well. I'm not sleeping and so yeah. So I know what you mean. But like my life is filled to the brim with um, what I call. Uh, synch synchronicities and you know magic or whatever but like you know I've always um, I, 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 got, I got I got beat up one time like uh, jumped and I was um, maybe 24 23 24 something like that and I was supposed to be starting a new job like the following day or gee do you think was... that was a sign oh my god well, uh, the 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 thing is, is like um, I'm not wow. going to go into big much detail. But after that, when I eventually started going to work, because I, I was supposed to start a new job, and like the the people took everything that I had. I had my birth certificate, my social security card. Why the hell would they own. want that? Or was it just mixed with everything? It, it, it was in my wallet because oh I was supposed God. to be starting a new job. It was like the next day, and. Um, and so I went in and they're like, ah, take some time, get that stuff. You look messed up, relax wow. and, and wow. come back later. Yeah. But I started coming into work and my schedule was 11 to 8, I think, something like that. But no matter how early I started to go to work, <coughs> I would me. always, almost every day, I would always clock in at 11, 11. Oh, interesting. And yeah, and then it just kind of spread to license plates, dollar bills, money. You know, I would see eleven eleven on microwaves as you know, as you're watching your baked potato bake. You look at the eleven eleven, and it was like, and still to this day, twenty years later, I still see it. And uh, and it's funny. It, it's also, I'll tell somebody about it, and then. They'll start texting me. They're like, damn you. Now they see. <laughs> um, it, it has succinct messages. Mm -hmm. It has succinct messages. And you can easily Google up 1111 uh, numerology. Yeah. But it's mm -hmm. basically um, a spiritual realm saying that they are surrounding you for protection now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's like Facebook groups dedicated to it and all that. And you see, I, I do um, put uh, a level of, uh, you know, whatever to that um, because, 
you know, you can look at a clock or whatever at any time. It's just when you look at that that time, you. Oh no, it's definitely out. significant, Jason. It's definitely significant, and there is. Oh no, I agree. I do agree. I mean, but I'm just saying, you know, as devil's ad- advocate, people will say that they're like, "Well, it's just standing out to you because you see." I'm like, "No, dude. It's like I, no, I look at a license plate, and it's it's very and it's hard to speak to a person who cannot see." If someone has never tasted a strawberry, no matter what detail you go into the fine hairs of the seed or the texture of the skin or the red strawberry taste, they will never be able to understand you if they've never tasted a strawberry, right? Right. There's no point talking to these people about what you're seeing and trying to convince them. Yeah, yeah. So the Hayoka, um, when did you, uh, realize, I mean, how did you figure this out? Did you Good question? I just answered that question today. So I have it on the tip of my mind. It actually okay. happened. A lot of weird things happened, as I said, all my life. And for those that want to know all of the really cool, really super cool, freaky and I mean, I mean, looking at a bunch of dancers when I'm in a film role, I did a lot of TV film, I was a choreographer, and I'm supposed to count five, six, seven, eight, and the director says, shoot, and everybody freezes and everybody forgets how to move and nobody knows what's going on and he's going, let's do it again. And, and everybody's talking to everybody and the, and the dance teacher's there with them, like, get your shit together. The producer's not going to do many takes. And I already know my, my line is five, six, seven, eight, go. And we do it the second time. And again, they freeze. And the third time, again, we freeze. And the, the director's going fucking crazy. The dancers aren't moving. All of them are just freezing and they're not moving. And they're like, either forgetting or it's not even that they're looking at you. They're just like, I say five, six, seven, eight, go. On the last try, the person at the very back says, don't look at her eyes. It's her eyes. And everybody kind of tilted. Yeah. And then it was fine. Now, you know, not to speak ill of Medusa because she was a high priestess, but Medusa is really cool because she's on all handbags and stuff. But yeah, so it's very interesting. I had a a producer that looks a lot like you, except he's black, who used to, in his day, uh, be a record producer for Lionel Richie and Diana Ross and all the old Motown. He was my client Mm -hmm. in L.A. And as soon as he met me, he said he had a very weird experience with me. And he knows I'm weird. He called me an entity because when he was a little boy, he had two angels sit on his bed, two boys with wings. And ever since that happened, he had this telepathic way how to get tunes. Okay. So I said, so what does that have to do with me and your weird experience? He says, I'm sitting here next to you and I've never felt the angels feelings through my body for 52 years, except right now sitting with you. And he told me later that when he watched me go into the car, he had to make sure I didn't get invisible. I felt so powerful. Like I was just so like 23 years old, like what the fuck? But he explained to me, he said, if anybody looks into your eyes with the sun in your eyes or light, They're going to be hypnotized. They won't move. And I'm like, and he also said to me, one day you're going to write a book. I said, no, I don't know big words. He goes, no, you're going to write simple to the masses like Jesus did. And I'm like, okay, but my slang book is that. So 
here's here's how I figured this. So there's all these weird experiences. And for those that want like a fun read, go look at my site under the about me section. It's about, you know, hey, okay. Teen, Hayoka, the Big Apple, and in California. A lot of You broke up a little happen. bit there. You were talking about the About Me section. It's the yes, Hayoka yes. Teen. Uh, go to the Hayoka Teen, Hayoka and the mm-hmm. Big Apple, Hayoka in LA. There's a couple of pages on all okay. the weird things that happened to me. Um, a couple of months ago, as I was chiseling my website, and for the longest time, I've had clients tell me, Nicole, uh, you're not a trainer, you're a guru. Like, what are you doing? Like the things you're telling me is deep and it's insightful. And, oh my God, I got rid of my shrink. And it's not just young adults. It was my older clients. And I had one professor, law professor, she's in Nova Scotia. She says, Nicole, you got to write your book. The world is mm-hmm. waiting for your wisdom. When someone gives you such accolades, you have to be very meticulous and asking yourself, what is it that you say you are? Oh, I'm an insightful person. I'm not going to say I'm psychic because that's only one component. I didn't even know how to describe because I didn't know what a hayoka is. So I asked myself one day, and when you ask your brain, you will get the right answer. So don't ask stupid, dumbass questions like, why did he leave me? You'll get 44 responses of why you're, he should leave you. So when yeah. that happened, I said, what is it that I have? And is it of value? Like, is it just insight or is it something? I know there's wisdom. I know in LA, a lady says, oh, you've got this weird marking here. That's part of the tomb of Solomon. You're going to have a lot of downloads of wisdom. I said, I don't want any of this freaky shit. All that kind of stuff happened to me. All of a sudden, a feather this big dropped in a huge eagle, whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. And I didn't think anything of it. And I'm not, you know, you see feathers every now and but they're little ones. I don't, I'm not a, a feather or a pebble or a shell picker upper. I'm not into those little nicks and crannies, those little yeah. knickknack thing. But this feather was a huge motherfucker. And I'm like, yo, what does this mean? Why did you fall right in front of me? I, I didn't just toss it. It felt too important in my hand. So one day goes by, another go- day goes by, and I'm still thinking, what is it that I do? I know I'm, I know it's different. Too many people for 15 years told me, 20 years, whatever. And as a child, nobody wanted to go around me. That was my, my parents' friends. When I buried them, I'm like, you guys all hated me. You went to the siblings, the other kids. So they, we didn't hate you, Nicole. You were a dangerous child. I said, what does that mean? What do you mean I, was a, I had fangs? What? No, the questions and the things you came out of your mouth. So all of a sudden, I'm on my computer and I thought I had a text, but I didn't have a text. I had a pop-up. And it said, Hayoka. And I went, mm-hmm. what the fuck is Hayoka? Right. Sounds like a song. Yep. And I listened. And I went, oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, my God. He's just, they just talked about 15 traits, you know, if you have him on, like, the little degree. And I was already over all the degrees and the high degrees of all the mm-hmm. things they were mentioning. And then I dove in, and then too many things made sense. Psychic is one thing, but a Hayoka empath is someone that can see the issue, where you're in the dark. They are a mirror, and they also call a Hayoka a sacred clown. And Mm -hmm. that could be why my rawness, one guy commented on my YouTube channel, I don't know, I said 
some kind of an F word, but I said it backwards or I said it in my twist. And he says, oh my God, I was in tears laughing when you said this word, right? And I said, why do people always laugh when I'm trying to be serious and I punctuate with my F-bombs and it's creative F-bombs. It's funny to people. And then someone said to me, it's because it's just raw and it's just different, whatever. But so people started calling me Yoda in my teen Yoda. And I'm like, who is Yoda? I didn't, I never watched Star Wars. And then I look at this beast with pointy ears and fucking needs moisturizer. And I'm like, that's who you see me as? Is this Yoda, this hideous creature? And then I learned to love Yoda because I understood. So when I say things, I thought it was I thought I was dyslexic. I can't even see the word dyslexic. I can't even say it. I thought I had a speech impediment because it's not my first country. So when I speak backwards or upside down or reverse order, I would tell people my English, not so good. Then I realized a Heyoka empath talks backward forward. And I feel so much better <laughs> because I thought I had a mental problem. Yeah, yeah and some... You Sorry. what I do, I you know that's okay. You um you what I do a lot is I'm not really dyslexic, but um, whenever I look at a menu or I take an exam, or I read a newspaper, something that's not written chronologically, I always go to the back, and I oh that's go interesting. Forward. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I never. Wow, like, that's very like, interesting. Yeah, like when I do it when I take a test, I'll go to the back and I'll I'll work. For, backwards um you know it's hard to do that in a chapter book you know but uh, i only look back if i was when i used to browse stores for books i mm -hmm. i i look to the last paragraph and i read last sentence or two to decide if i wanted to buy it <laughs> isn't that funny so in that you way i guess time we're to something that ends like that are you yes, kidding me exactly exactly it had to really bullshit. Yeah, climax. In, I'm gonna in, I'm gonna read the last couple <laughs> sentences of your the penis book. SOS yes, do that. Manual. Do that. It better be good because I'm gonna do read that. it anyway. Do that. Um, uh, you'll piss yourself because it will literally an energet. My dentist, who's in his fifties, at first when he he read it, he's like, "It's so funny and it's so insightful," mm -hmm. uh, but why is there D's all over the place? And I said oh my God, there's all these typos. What are you talking about? And he says, there's like, you have paragraphs and sentences and you have these D's and I couldn't understand. I said, D? He says, yeah, capital D's. And I went, oh my God. Okay, tilt your head. Is there a semicolon next to that D? That's a fucking smiley face, you dumbass. And then he goes, oh. And so, and then I inserted actually a glossary with all the emoticons. So people, and so I've got sketch bag, douche bag, sketchy, you know, butterface yeah. when she looks like her ass and stuff. It's like a lot of fun. So it's very, it's very colorful and emotional when you read it. It's like pictures. But by the time he finished the book, he looked 15 years younger. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, because shit, you're, in your you're in your slang. You're in your, you're in your, you're in your, you're in your I definitely need to read it. That'll you're going to, yeah, your energy is going to change. And, and I have to just tell everybody that you're, that usually because my target market is to help young adults, 
extract these painful things and go into the Aquarian age clean. It's, it's a lot easier to do with them because a lot of adults want to hang on to pain. Um, it's just a way of their their stuff. They're, they're, they want familiar more than new. And it's a lot more work when I do seminars with them. So I target myself for young adults. But when I saw you, Jason, with that little picture of yours, I didn't even really see on the podcast advertising. I didn't even really see you. It, you know, I just like, oh, this guy looks like a mad scientist or Einstein or something. I don't know. But it's like, wow, your energy just like slap bitched me in the face. And I'm like, I'm doing him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Him and what? I are going to merge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we live yeah. so far away from each other. But it's there's this. Hard. Vitals. No, I got you. No, no, Did no, I no. Vitual? I mean, whatever. There's this. Vi- no, no. Like when I when I saw, um, like I just did a, a random search, and I was like, okay, yeah, That's so this, cool. This is this is the one. So let's, let's <laughs> reach out to her. Thank you. I love being the yeah. one. Thank yeah. you. Yes. So I'm gonna definitely um, be following you uh, wherever you go because it's you're fun. You're like. It's, you're animated and um, it's you're easy to listen to. And like the guy was saying, you know, uh, Im- imperfections are uh, kind of what's the right word? Um, Gloriously flawed. Like, well, it's like Im- it's when when you get excited and you say something like that, it's like it's cherished. Oh, you know, it just makes it makes it even better. Because you're not scripted, you know, you know what you're going to say because, you know, you've thought about it and you've, you know, you've, you've kind of dwelled on it a little bit, but then you just go off the handle and you're just going on and on and on. And it's I am like, off the handle. Yes. When I do something like that, when I, when I decided that I was going to do this, one of my, what's uh, scary about doing a live stream and, and eventually I'm going to get the technical stuff down to where uh, the live stream will be easier for me. At first, I was like, man, there's no way that I can talk stream of consciousness like that just because. <laughs> sure can. Oh, fuck no, yeah. No, just because I'm like my ADHD and all that is just so like I'll just forget where I was going and then it's kind of like pointless. But like I, I did a couple and I think – if you just, it's kind of like uh, free writing, where if you just, if you remember the first few words of what you were talking about, then you can always come back to it. And um, you know what the gist of what you were going to say is. So um, watching your videos, you don't really go all over the place. You do go up and down and, and hit a lot of points, but it's the the actual. Um, Ter- it's you know, it's kind of like hiking an uncharted path. Right. Yeah. You're 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 you got a machete and you're uh, slashing <laughs> through these tall grasses and stuff. And yeah. Like, oh, that's so. You well always put. have to every once in a while look behind you and be like, okay, all right, I'm still going the same way. You watch that. <laughs> towards the sun that was beautiful well i i i have you just you kind of inspired a thought can i share it with you yeah okay you're talking about live stream and some what's coming to me is I'm, I'm, i'm sitting here and i'm listening to you and i'm jiving with you and and you're 
you you take a while to absorb and digest thing and 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 I love that about you because it it makes me appreciate time more because you mm-hmm. know once time goes you don't and and as my teacher always used to say Nicole you're like a carton of milk spilt on the table you need to not just pour it all out even when I used to dance like for gigs and then movies everyone would be like okay we're rehearsing and Nicole would go full out because I don't know how not to do full out so you really help me cherish the mm-hmm. moment and squeeze all the life out of it and I'm thinking how could we together give more to all his intense listeners sitting and like leaning into the screen right now that mm-hmm. I'm feeling? And I just thought, as you were talking about live, I don't know if you have a, a Facebook. I don't know if you have other followers on, on another media. But if there is a different platform where you could put uh, like example, for example, sakes, Facebook. We did a virtual event. You can let all your listeners or and your followers give them a, a clip of, of a highlight of ours. Make sure it's yeah. a high intense climax. <laughs> if that's the case, a long one, multiple yeah. my way. And and just give a clip and just ask. I'm taking a poll. Would anyone like a live two-hour show where Nicole, as a Hayoka empath, can give her insights, mm-hmm. psychic insights, whatever, to any issue that you have. And if we have a bunch of people, we would make it an event. We would charge a yeah. nominal fee. We would do a percentage split. And and let's see how that is. Well, it could be a guy only after, and my... it could be it, it, a guy only girl any. You, it can be you're, so you're, over, you're overestimating my uh, the power of my um, viewership. Uh, well, not that that's the wrong word. The my my, I'm very new at this. Um, I think this what's 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 really cool about this medium is it goes on like actually the way that I have it set up is if I want to do a live stream, I can do it on as many different platforms as I want to at the same exact time. I have uh, this. Okay, so thing. where's the problem? Well, the problem is I just started. So, um, okay, I, so it would be we'd have to we'd gather people first. Well, the the thing is, is what what I was going to say is what's beautiful about this kind of thing is this stuff lives on. So uh, I don't know if 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 like you know you'll you'll have all your videos on, and you're like, man, that video that I did you know, six months ago is still getting hits, you know, that's because people are just now finding out about you. True. True. And they're absorbing everything that you've done. True. True. So, uh, what's awesome about this is like the same with my guest from last week is he was very good. You know, you are very good. I'm just starting out at the speaking thing. I'm still kind of mush mouth and all that. So like it's, it's a, a Actually, work in progress. It is you that is undermining how and who you are Bless because you. I Bless am you. picky as fuck. No, really. <laughs> That's your own other things. Yeah. We, we can delve in another time. I'm yeah. letting you know what I see that can fly. You, you can keep that in your mind. Um, mm-hmm. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I know that's something that I work on. Um, 
But my point is, uh, this is just starting. So, you know, I've got, um, people, I've got other people lined up coming up and as soon, like I, one thing, you know, you're, you were talking about, like you were, uh, uh, scratching at your website. That's one of my worst, uh, areas is keeping up with that stuff. Even, even social media, I'll go post a picture. Yesterday I had a, a, a session of cupping. You know what that is? Yes. I like, know what it is. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, some people don't. So, uh, mm-hmm. it was my first session ever. And I just put that on Facebook and it's like, I didn't really have any explanation or anything. You know, it's like, uh, my my website, I haven't touched it in forever, and I need to make time to keep that stuff up. But anyway, yeah, I like your your train of thought. You're um, you're working with other people that you like. Yeah, That's I'm like very very picky. No, I'm very picky. I just wanted to leave you with that little thing because I have to get ready mm-hmm. for my next show. Yeah. I, I am a little bit late, but um, it's okay. They'll understand. I've already texted okay. them. Um, okay. But I just wanted to say that I've really so thoroughly enjoyed you. Oh, and I no, hope your it's... audience, and I'd love to hear how they responded. And please send me the link and the date when it is, because I'll do all I can to promote it as well. I, I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, I will keep in touch. You know, we're friends now. Um and uh, I'll definitely fill you in on on everything. It's been such a great time. I mean, I'm not shitting you about that. Um, your website is www.nicole with an H, N I C H O L E K O L M A N dot com. The Instagram is the same with an underscore at the end. Yes. Um, YouTube, just Google a message in a bottle, Nicole Coleman. Yeah, and a lot of information there, a lot. Yes, I know. I'm, I'm still watching stuff. And uh, the, the big book is The Wisdom of the Penis, SOS Manual. And I'm going to read it, and I'm going to go to the back page and read the last couple sentences. And then I'll read the whole um, thing. Yeah, they should know, and you should know that the book was designed. I'll say this really quick, as your oh. own private oracle, which means. Oh wow. Yes, no, and a girl actually who just bought the book, she had, um, she decided to film her because the second or third page, the book instructs you to. It says to you, ask, what am I in the dark about? What do mm-hmm. I need to see right now that I'm not seeing? Then randomly open it and look on your left hand where your thumb is and start reading. She did this live. She went fucking crazy, balled her eyes out. Oh At first, God. she's, yeah, you should check it out. It's on the home page. Uh, and mm-hmm. I went, oh my God, this is so raw and authentic. At first, she's reading, she goes, oh, this is cute, haha. And she's like, what? Yeah. Uh, oh, and then she flooded. And so the book is set up as your own private oracle because I wanted no one to feel I wanted everybody to feel like they were never ever without an answer in their darkest time that's what I'm most proud of this book yes well Nicole thank you so much um thank you I'm very grateful that you responded to my message and (laughs) that you you've been so nice and helpful 
thank you for putting up for my messages today. Just cause it, I'm, no, you know, absolutely. You know, Things new, happen. New with the tech. No, that's okay. Well, I mean, it's, 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 this is great. I love talking to you. So, so uh, we'll keep in go. touch. You let me know how things are going. Um, if you, if, if any of your people are sending you questions about, mm-hmm. let's say they're uh, going through you to reach me to do something, maybe they're a little mm-hmm. timid, please just let me know because my, know. my goal is to meet everybody's expectations that are in. Right. Well, when I say that, anyone that is in a dark place, I will find a way to get them out. That's my forte. And, and I also think that this conversation isn't over. I think here in a couple of weeks or a couple of months or whatever, we'll get back together and do another episode and, and talk more. Um, yes, most likely. But you go you go and talk to yes. some more people, blow some more people run. away. Okay. The words. <laughs> and, um, I just, I just, now, are you single? Yes. <laughs> Why is every single man asking me if I have a boyfriend or if I'm married? No one quite said it like the single, but yes. Yes, the word. No, it's a, I just wanted to, it was a throwback to what you were saying earlier. But thank you so much, Nicole. Okay. And you have a very good rest of the week and your uh, show coming up. And uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, sweetheart. Thank you. Mwah. All right, bye. bye. Give my love to your daughter. She will lo- will. She will steal the fucking book off I'll, I'll send okay, you dude. some videos from her. She's, yes. she's an amazing yes. singer. Yes, and do the video on the oracle question of you. That would be great for me. Okay. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to a Focal Point podcast for the Focal Point Cinema and Sound Company.